It's not a fairy tale. 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 It's not a fairy tale, mommy. We are no longer living life in paradise. It's, it's not, not a fairy tale. Hey, world traveler. Hey, girl. I am back in the States. Oh, fresh off the plane. Fresh off the plane. Got off that joker this morning, honey. Smelling like two and three weeks out the country. That's a Drake lyric. Yeah, I missed it. <laughs> I had no clue what song that came from. But I feel like two or three weeks out the country, going hard, sun up to sundown. Like, I kept falling, like, really falling asleep on the plane. You should. Yeah, I was not knocked out. And some dude, like, I didn't have, like, a seat to myself like that. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, girl, I meant to tell you this before we start recording. So apparently the first night when I flew over to London, I decided I was going to drink because I just didn't ha- couldn't find my Benadryl. Mm-hmm. So I got real friendly with the people in my row. In some kind of way, I end up kind of sort of cuddled. <laughs> Like, we were all drinking and laughing and cackling, and somebody shushed us and stood up on the plane and said, can you people go to bed? Some of us want to get some sleep. And girl, I... I'd be like, bitch, you better put on some headphones. He had some headphones on, girl. That's what was so funny. Girl was so funny. But then, I don't know how he got twisted. Like, he was, like, cuddled, like, in fetal position, but sitting down up against my shoulder. But he was warm, so I was, like, cool with it. Because... <laughs> You know it'd be cold on the plane. Yes. And I had every blanket possible in my coat. Mm-hmm. But I was like, mm-hmm. And then I remember one of my friends telling me about how men will, like, unappro- like inappropriately touch you on planes mm-hmm. at night. I was like, I don't even give a damn. I'm cold as hell. Girl, it was like three degrees on that oh plane. Oh, my goodness. You know how it'd be real, real cold yeah. when you feel like the, the air should be blowing out, like, frigid? Mm-hmm. Like, you should see it? Mm-hmm. Girl, it was so cold. But that... That was funny. That was funny. I got spooned by a stranger. Somebody always spooning you. I don't know who else spooned me, but okay. Our friend. Oh, yeah. She's she's famous for it. Yeah. Don't sleep in a bed with her. But y'all always put her, make her my little roommate. Because nobody wants to be spooned. <laughs> she's always my bedmate. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, how's your week been? It's been okay. It's been a week. Yeah. It's been a week. I'm going to miss London and Paris. I'm sure you are. You know, Paris is my heart. It is. It's my heart, too. Yes, yes, yes. But, girl, I ain't been doing nothing. Um, just trying to stay cool in this heat. I know. My, my it's so hot. was reading 100 degrees when I was on the way home. I was like, dang. Girl, I got off the plane. I couldn't breathe. Well, first of all, I had on a whole bunch of clothes and a leather jacket. <laughs> but then when I walked outside to catch the lift, I was oh like, uh, I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. I'm burning up. It was Humidity. like, yes, I, I I hadn't felt it in a while. Mm-hmm. Girl was so hot. Mm-hmm. I was like, welcome back to Nashville. Yes. When does fall start? I, it normally doesn't start to October-ish. Fall don't have to come. You know, I like, I'm, I'm still about summer life, so... I'm not, I'm not excited about fall, and I damn sure ain't excited about winter. It can well, stay hot as long as it needs to stay hot. Well, what about that, like summer, like that sweaters and legging Mm-mm. type comfortable clothes? You don't be feeling it. I'm comfortable boots? in my flip flops. Okay. And a and a t shirt. Okay. Okay, or a sundress and some sandals. That's my comfy clothes. I mean, those are comfortable clothes. I have to agree. But it's something about football season oh, and, com- I know, and like chilly and chilly temperatures. Yeah, I like chilly in the summer. <laughs> chilly yeah. has no season in my house. <laughs> I, I, I don't tend to do that. But that does sound good. Chilly <laughs> does sound good right about now. But it's just too hot to eat. It's thick. I mean, if I'm in the AC, yeah, you know. Yes. Well, we're going to go ahead and get on our fairy topic. And <laughs> I want to know how you came up with this topic. Because I, I was trying to watch the shows, trying to figure out, like... No, this is all me. Okay. So... Girl, I, girl I'm girl, i right with you, honey. I have been there, done that. Yes. So, I was... You know, I've been going through the funk for these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. And my brain has been all over the place. And... I, to like pump myself up in the morning, I 
probably turned into my grandmother and she always listened to gospel music so mm-hmm. in the morning before I go to work I've been listening to gospel music to That's get my mind right right sometimes you gotta do that girl yeah. so one night while me and my husband were you know getting our freak on did y'all doing the gospel music no no but while we were doing it the song blessed and highly favored by the girl that must have been a good (laughs) note going through my head girl that sex must have been on point of all songs i know and i was like is this right girl when i I see your husband i'm gonna give him a high five he's gonna be like what's that for i'll be like don't even worry about it Blessed and highly favored. Okay, girl, that's some stuff. Cause you know I'd be singing the Star Spangled Banner and all kinds I know. of. So it made you think it was a gospel song. I was like, is this? But I you don't know, know, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> but you know, Tamil Man and um, David Man had a gospel sexy album. So you you on the right path. It's a lot of people who have sex to gospel music. Okay, and I think all got a lot of gospel music. If you change the words around and make it about your spouse, it works. Oh no, I, I, I yeah, totally yeah. believe that. But I was just like in my brain, like while I'm thinking of this song, I'm like, "Well, is this right?" Is you know, it was totally right because you felt blessed <laughs> and highly favored. Okay, he put it in, and you was happy. Okay, so it made me think, you know, outside of, you know, feeling blessed and highly favored at the time, sometimes, you know, and all women do this, like, they have a ton of shit going on through their head, Mm -hmm. you know, while they're doing the do. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to make the fairy topic today about getting out of your head so you can really, really be present. And enjoy it. And enjoying the sex. Right. And I so, struggle with that. Yeah. And it's not like you're not enjoying it, but it's like you're thinking about something else and you're like, ooh, that feel good. And then you're like, oh, I got to go to the store. Oh, ooh, that feel good. Oh, wait. Did I do that at work today? Like, it kind of goes... Back and forth. Right. But what about I be um, counting them dots on the ceiling? Because I still, you got a smooth ceiling, but I still got like little dots. And I'd be like, I wonder how many dots is in a square foot. It'd be like that sometimes. You know, it don't take much to get me distracted. I know. I'd be like, damn, there's a lot of dots up there. Be like, oh, is that a spider? What's that up there? I know. So, yes. Yeah, so I know all the women, they relate. I wonder if guys do that. I mean, I feel like guys wonder if they are pleasing. If you're quiet. Yeah, or not even if you're quiet, but like, oh, is this, am is this I, legit? is this feeling good is she faking? Exactly. So I think that's what they may go through. And then some of them just be like, look, I'm just about to get a nut. So it I, I don't even care. Yeah. That's when they ain't in love with you or they just being selfish at the moment. Yeah. Or sometimes it'd be that, that late night sex where you just roll over and just pop your booty up and yeah. be like, okay, hurry up. Let's get this done. Maintenance sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's fun, though. I mean, it, it serves a purpose from time to time. Yeah, just to get your rocks off. Yeah. I just feel like, I yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, as a married person, I feel like you do have a, a fair amount of maintenance sex. Because it still, it still keeps you guys connected. It's, you know, it's better than you saying, oh, I don't feel like it, you know? Yeah, but it takes the, I think it takes the Hollywood aspect out of it. Well, every time don't got to be Hollywood. Shit, it does I mean, realistically, me. you know, we're married. We've been together forever. So, you know, you have your, like, high moments where you're feeling blessed and highly favored. And sometimes it's like, okay, I'm going to do this for you so we can so, stay like, connected. Do you have to come to an orgasm every time you have sex? Or am I, I don't. Be, I do. Girl, I didn't master that skill. I can get it off myself. Okay. I just need a warm body. I will lay there beside you if you sleep. That's my maintenance <laughs> sex. I'm about to make this happen. You ain't got to wake up. I just need your warm. I mean, to me, like the end goal isn't necessarily the orgasm. It's the connection. So sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I don't feel away if I don't. It's like, okay. Girl, I need the my, sex will still I need great. my eyes to roll back in the back of my head. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I have to, you know, and that's mature. And that's, Maybe that's, that's you. actually talked about right. in the article. I know. And I was like, huh? <laughs> I like this article better. Maybe, <laughs> right. And so I, I, that's probably something I need to work on because I know from doing research that I shouldn't be like that because it takes a lot of getting to know what your body wants and what your body needs and you're always aiming for that goal. Mm-hmm. But for me, one thing that I did realize on vacation is that I'm really big on productivity. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm just standing there 
not doing anything, not being productive. I'm like, come on, time's of the essence. Let's go, let's mm-hmm. go, let's go. And so that's, I guess that's how I am with sex too. Cause I'm just like, sometimes you I gotta be, be, right. I need to be productive, but don't you feel like your balls, I mean, not your balls, but don't you feel like you'll get clogged up if you don't get that out? No, I do. What is there to clog up? Shit, fallopian not- tubes? I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like I need to release that that tension. Like it has to come out. It's so the ways to it get builds up. Out. Okay, I mean that's not your end all be all to release any tension. A good workout can release tension. No, I need it to a release. A good cry can release tension. No, I need the re- tension down there to be released. Okay. No, I mean I I need somebody to chime in because I be feeling like it. Once you do it, I feel like it builds builds up. Don't you feel like your lips get full and stuff? Like it's like like blue balls like for a man, no? No. No. Okay. <laughs> but everybody's different. Yeah. <laughs> I need to see, I don't talk to people about like what their sexual experiences is like. So I have no idea. Like mm-hmm. I have no idea, like, what other women feel or what happens to another woman. Because, I mean, I just started watching porno. So, I mean, I'm, they don't really go into detail about their feelings or anything. No, it's just wham, bam. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm glad I came. No, it's none of that. Yeah. <laughs> I need a synopsis, okay? Okay, let's get started with this article. Okay, so we're pulling from... Um, the articles is two articles. Uh, one is from theladiescoach.com, seven ways to get out of your head in bed. And the other article is from is from bustle.com. It's 12 ways to stop thinking about during sex because it really doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah. Is that no? That's not no. what we're supposed to be talking about. Hold I can on. send you that one. Hold on. How, oh, no, okay. How scratch that. <laughs> How to get out of your head during sex because we all get distracted sometimes. Obviously, so my finger was doing its own thing and mm-hmm. clicked on another article. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, one way to get out of your head is to explore your own body. Um, so <clears throat> pretty much, um, you know, get a mirror. Or stand in front of the mirror and, like, really get to know yourself. Like, don't feel self-conscious. And I don't feel like this is really an issue for black women. But don't feel self-conscious about, you know, how your body is looking, you know, to your partner. Like, embrace it and love it. And, you know, pull out a mirror, get to know your lady parts. Right. And that was one of the things that my aunt actually taught me early on Mm -hmm. is to take a mirror. I remember like taking a mirror and looking at it Mm -hmm. and like identifying what Mm -hmm. she used to have books. Mm -hmm. And so you could identify your parts. So you kind of knew like, this is what this is. And cause it's one thing not to know, like there's so many people who don't realize that they're clitoris, clitoris, clitoris is the same thing that they pee out of. Oh gosh. Like they don't know that (laughs) they don't know that they have a booty hole back there. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot so of don't they know, don't yeah. know. They have no clue. So I didn't realize that that was actually a penis. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's like your that is like the, your clitoris is like the head of a penis. Yeah, yeah. I found that out later in life. Yeah, like when they do the sex changes for for a woman turning into a man, like that's how they shape mm-hmm. the their penis. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where all the the filling is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so, so practice mindful masturbation. That is very important. Just being mindful and in the moment. And then I think, I think I do better with practicing mindful masturbation than I do when I'm actually having sex. Mm -hmm. Because then I don't always feel like I have to, most, (laughs) most time my crazy ass goes to sleep anyway. (laughs) So maybe that's why it's mindful. I don't know. I just end up going to sleep. So maybe that's what it is. And then like my end game when I actually have like, you know, someone there, I'm trying to do that. But, you know, get some lube and some oil and just be aware of your body. It's actually, it turns me on to touch myself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very important just to be in that moment with your own body. Because how can you tell a man where to touch you if, if you don't know. know where to touch mm-hmm. you? So... Number two, you can read that one, but that's very important. I'm going to try that 
whenever I have that opportunity. Okay. It's to visualize the ocean. I, I read that. I was like, okay, that's uh, you're right. That's for me. Right. And then sometimes I do play the ocean. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to have that. <laughs> because I'm one of those weird people. All my senses have to be met in order for me to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So, like all of them. So, that could be my, it's normally like some old school music or something. Mm-hmm. But just listening to the ocean. And then if I could figure out how to get a breeze to blow by. Girl, turn on a fan. No, that's, it's a different kind of breeze. Okay. And I need something to smell. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get hit all my senses. So I thought that was extra cool that you can visualize an ocean. And that's what it kind of feels like mm-hmm. when you have an orgasm. It's like the wave just mm-hmm. crashed on the beach. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, I see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you also want to communicate your sexual desires with your partner. Like have like an open and honest conversation about what you like, what they like. How, how can you guys improve upon what you're doing? You know, maybe you want to be a little bit more adventurous. Um, and, you know, uh, that's also a good time to talk about your body, you know, what they like about your body, what you may dislike about your body. And they can, you know, reaffirm that they love everything about you. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, I, I, okay, the next one is, do you know your erotic blueprint? Um, and in the article it has, and I didn't listen to it cause I really didn't have that much time, but it has, I guess what exactly that is. So a summary is a sexual blueprint sheds light on your arousal patterns, beliefs, and physical biochemical issue that may be standing in the way of a great sex life and a loving relationship. So I'm going to post the article and it'll have the person who I guess talks about the sexual blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll have their blurb. Um, about it right and keep in mind that's going to change like if if that is still the same as it was when you was 20 years old to when it when you 40 you ain't doing something right you ain't listening to none of this stuff we talking about because you ain't changed at all Mm -hmm. and i don't think you should be having sex the same way that you were when you were younger Mm -hmm. like you should be more adventurous i think things should have changed by now right you should know more about yourself and yeah you should be different at this point yeah yeah so one of the things that was on my article is to use um, sensory deprivation. Depriving yourself of one sense heightens others. I personally don't agree with that because I need all my senses. But I don't know how I would feel about having my eyes closed and, or blindfolded. Because I like to look at the person that I'm having sex with. Unless they're making weird faces. And I'm like, ew. But, or like making weird noises. But. I like I I don't know how I would feel about that, but I could try it and see how it goes. And mm-hmm. maybe I'll be like, "Ooh, girl, I was wrong," but you know. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever done that? Just did like shut your eyes during sex? Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm the only weirdo. That's oh, not I probably weird. I probably creep folks out. No, because I'm like looking at them. You know, like that creepy person in the window. Because I've had men like look at me like during sex, and I'm like, "That's creepy as hell," and I'm wondering if I'm looking like that. <laughs> you're looking at them <laughs> i don't know but you know like it's kind of like it, like ever since we did that photo shoot in paris and i thought i was looking sexy and i wasn't <laughs> i'd probably be looking really weird oh goodness oh well i'm i should put i think i'm gonna hang a mirror on the ceiling so i can look at my own facial expression yeah look at your sex face yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i would hate to see my sex face but how do you know what you look like? Because you can change it. I know. Unless you, you know. Like, you might, like, bring your lip up like Elvis or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, never, you never know. You never know. Oh, gosh. So, the next one is to focus on pleasure. Um, so, the um, article pretty much says... Um, that she shares with all of her clients to make pleasure a goal for sex, not orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you work to locate and create pleasure in bed, you're going to find yourself being way more successful than if you're laser focused on coming. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. And and the thing that goes with that is if you're so focused on it, it kind of, your brain is focused on it. So you're kind of losing sight of what you're feeling and 
that kind of hinders the orgasm from happening. So it's kind of like just focus on what is feeling good so it will just naturally occur. I talk shit to myself. Okay. Um, And you can do this in, in a couple of ways. You can focus on your partner's pleasure or focus on your own or vary between the two. So if you're focused on pleasing your partner, um, squeeze your PC muscles around his penis and then run, well, this is, and run your hands over his body. (laughs) Right. Um, And you can also um, think about, let's see, and you can, she, she also says you can even try a game. So think about anything other than where the sensation is on your body. So if you're, for for example, if your partner is going down or you tell yourself not to focus on your clit, um, and then this little mental trick um, might be enough to tease your brain back into thinking about the moment. Right. And so my article kind of touches on that too. It's just that, and number four, it's just take time just to receive and don't feel guilty about that do you feel guilty about that as a woman just to sit back and just receive it and not and be selfish like have a a selfish sexual moment no well a lot of women do from what i understand Mm -hmm. i personally don't have a problem with that (laughs) because first of all i can get myself off like amazingly just by myself so but i've never thought about taking the time just to be pleasured and pleased and just roll with that in addition to the things that you kind of spoke on. So I think that's very important for, mm-hmm. for you to have like a selfish sexual moment and make sure you let your partner know, I'm not doing this. I am I just need me time. Mm-hmm. And maybe another night, well, actually say another night would be your time. Or you can do them first and say, hey, I'm next. So, mm-hmm. you know, holla at you. Mm-hmm. But I'm about to get this going. Mm-hmm. Um, it also says um, you want to practice mindfulness or at least focus on your breath. Um, oh, yeah, that helps. Yes. Um, so that's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's oh. The inhaling and exhaling at the right times really help to make your orgasms more powerful. Mm-hmm. Have you figured that out yet? No, I didn't know the breathing was a part of it. It's a certain way you have to breathe through your nose and out with the mouth with the strokes. Maybe that's how your ass got to um great and highly pleasure. You <laughs> was doing it and didn't even realize it. Maybe. I have to I have to like I have to really like think about it. Grind and no mindset to be thinking about no booty right now. But <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But it's something about inhaling and exhaling a certain way that helps release the body and like that purposeful breathing helps to make it amazing. Mm-hmm. Like a true ocean experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's see. Um, play your part, aka fake it till you make it. So not necessarily faking the orgasm, but trying on a different persona, um, so you can get in touch with your sexual side. So as women, you know, we've kind of been brought up to suppress our sexual selves mm-hmm. to play our other roles: the mom, the professional, the friend. You know, all of that. Um, so in order to tune in to our inner sex kitten selves, we might need to pretend to be somebody else, um, for I'm a little while. With it. And not necessarily, I mean, it can definitely be role play, but even just getting to the point where you're just kind of turning everything off, you may want to just be your different self. I'm um, all about putting on a that. wig and getting picked up at the bus stop, okay? Yes. Actually, it mentions that, um, your your name could be Cinnamon. And I oh, that's you. my name. <laughs> I didn't see that in there. I must have skipped over that mm-hmm. part. But yeah, Cinnamon's spicy. Mm-hmm. She gets it in. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you also want to remove should from your vocabulary. Um, and this is kind of sounds funny from someone telling you all the things you should do. But um, take that out of your vocabulary and... Um, just accept yourself for who you are without judgment instead of feeling that you always should be doing something. And that's it for mine. You got any more on yours? Um, I think we pretty much went through all of mine. I've tried to make the mirror what you were talking about as we were going through the list. Mm-hmm. 
um, I just think, you know, get familiar with yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay to please yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, I don't know if it's just been in my family, but it seems like it's shameful for anybody to masturbate and to get to know their body. But you really can't have somebody, you don't, like, you don't know how to make yourself feel good. I mean, you can't tell somebody else how to do it if you don't know if it's going to work. I feel like it wastes a lot of time. There I go, trying to be productive. But you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you got to kind of know, and it's okay to, like, chill out and take that time to let somebody explore your body without the expectation of an orgasm. I totally get that. I guess it's just me. I'm like, okay, well, I got stuff to do because I'm distracted. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm listening to this, and I'm like, that's where all that comes from because I'm trying to be... But late at night when I'm just trying to get whatever I need to get off or I'm in my feelings about something, just need something to help me go to sleep, then then I can get it off and be, you know, focused like Mm -hmm. that. So... I think it's important to let somebody explore your body. Mm-hmm. I agree. Your body's a wonderland. Keep playing in my song. My your head. body is a wonderland. Yeah. I used to love that I song. I did too. <laughs> See, that's that other sense. I'm going to be playing that and doing doing whatever I need to do. Okay, no with a little John Mayer. I know. I miss him. Where's he been? <laughs> he's he been out there chilling. I know. Enjoying his, his money. <sighs> Must be nice. I know. All right. Well, I will post both of the articles in the show notes. And if you guys want to chime in, please do so. Um, so now we're about to jump into this Rache reality. All right. So what show you want to start with? Let's go with these housewives. Okay. It was just a wrap up anyway. I don't yeah. have too much for them. Um, so pretty much is wrapping up. Everybody's getting ready for Karen's perfume launch party. Why they be trying to come for Karen all the time? I don't know. Just be. Like, just be I just happy. feel like I just feel like sometimes we have to give our friends grace. Like exactly. they're all going. They're all going through something, except for Monique. Giselle and Mo- Monique's pregnant. That's she going through something too. Okay. But Giselle's not really going through anything. Her personal demons is what she's going through. So pretty much everybody's going through something Mm -hmm. where they need some grace. Like, let that girl, if even if she's not, like, I guess the thing that really got to me about is like how Giselle was trying to come for her about whether or not she is the the owner owner. of the perfume or she just put in her name on it. Why does it matter? Exactly. Exactly. So be happy for your friend or mm-hmm. just don't show up. Mm-hmm. Like she's got that bad. She does. Because she don't have shit else to do. And she can't even be happy for Robin. No. So it's, it's she don't discriminate. She's no. just miserable. She is. She is. So they pretty much show Giselle um, in the stages of getting the house um, done. Um, at the end of the episode, um, it looked like it made a good amount of progress, but she still had some more to go. But she was like, we can move in at this point because I'm running out of coins. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it says she was like 30000 over budget. Her kitchen looked nice, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that. Um, let's see. Um, Ashley found out she was pregnant during the episode and she told her mom, um, and her mom was super excited. I know. That her, was her good... mom cry kind of cracked me up. <laughs> her mom cry? Yeah. What was funny what about her mom, it? It was just, it was like an old person, like, oh, 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 oh. it was, I'm sorry, it was a little funny to me, the way her mom was crying. Okay. I, but I know she I, was excited. Yeah, she was really excited. Mm-hmm. And I want see, here I go. But I thought that was a beautiful moment. Like, that whole moment for me was everything. Like, I was so happy for Ashley. Mm-hmm. But you know I'd be trying to, like, peel back the layers of the onion with Michael. Like, I wonder if he was like, man, this bitch done, she done trapped me. Well, no. And, I mean, it ain't like she haven't been forthcoming about wanting to get pregnant. Right. But I'm saying, because you know her prenup and stuff was running out. Yeah. And then he's kind of like, well, she may not be able to get money that way, so she can get money this way. And I really want to go along with my gay life and not have to do this. And I really don't want to have to deal with her mama forever. You know, like, and then he's probably thinking about all those things. Like, is she going to be a mother like her mom? You know, just so there was moments where he was really and truly happy. And then like when they were at the doctor, like when she went to the doctor, because she felt like she wanted to check just Mm -hmm. to make sure uh, and actually see the baby. And make sure everything was good before she 
really wanted to tell people or could be happy about it, mm-hmm. which I understood. And then Michael just was kind of sad and he was crying. He just seems a little emotional a lot. I think maybe because of the prior miscarriage, because it's still a scary time. Like it was still very right, early on. Right. So that's, that's what I attributed. Yeah, that's what I attributed it to. I just thought he was like still nervous, you know, because they still had made it to the safe Right. Time. And then she was saying when she masturbated, it cramped her stomach. No, it hurts. Damn, really? Yeah. Like, I remember (sighs) early on, I, like, I guess I was having a good dream and I, like, you know, orgasmed in my sleep and it hurt so bad. Like, I would tell my husband, please don't make me because it hurts. All because you was dreaming. Who was you dreaming about that day? I don't even remember, but I remember that pain. Girl, shut up. Shut up. One of them ugly artists, when she got pregnant, she would dream about ugly oh artists. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it would be somebody with some big lips. Which one was it? I don't, rem- I don't remember that particular the all, every, every Every rapper she dreamed about was so, like, she would be dreaming about Biggie Smalls. And that was who her dude was that night. Just random stuff. I know. It, it was Pregnancy. some weird dreams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just weird. Yes, so um, that was them, um, and then you know, Robin and Juan, Robin and Juan got on my nerves with that damn tattoo. Okay, so I'm just trying to figure out why it was important for the kids to go in there. Are you encouraging your kids to get body art? Like, what's the point? I just I felt like are they encouraging their kids to, especially as boys, to. Not be in a committed situation. Relationship, yes. Not value actual marriage. Like I didn't I didn't understand that myself. I didn't understand that of it. Okay, this is how I took it, but in their defense, how I thought Robin Robin only was thinking like the kids are worried about whether or not mommy and daddy are really together. When are y'all going to get married? What are you all going to do? Like, what y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Like, same thing everybody else is asking them. So, I think that that's why she had them there. I just didn't think it was age appropriate. Oh, it's funny to be in a tattoo bar? Yeah, because I just feel like they're so young. What's and to them, with that? Well, I think to them, it's more like they don't really understand that permanent is permanent. Mm-hmm. And so they may be like, oh, I'm going to go get a tattoo like mommy and daddy, not realizing that that's never going to come off. Um, I just I just feel like if it, if it was something ceremonial, they could have showed them in a different way. Like maybe said, look what mommy and daddy got together because we're working on our relationship and not have them go to in there to get inked. It's like, oh, this is a family trip and we're going to go. Because they could have been like, can I get a heart too on my ring finger, mommy and daddy? Because I'm committed to y'all too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I As a kid, I mean, I, I, I would take Shady D to a tattoo parlor with me. But I would explain this is permanent. It ain't like she can get a tattoo now. It's not like they can get a tattoo now. Like you always say, when you're 18, you can do whatever you want to. Your body. Or right. when you, you know, are in your teenage years, if it's something you feel strongly about, I will take you. But... For them at that age, I wouldn't be concerned because it's not like they can go get a tattoo anyway. I just was like, what's your My point? thing was, like, I just feel like I hate that Robin accepts what Juan is giving her. And I hate that he has not shat. He either needs to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> like, because this in between, like, they need to, to me, that wasn't moving forward. That was just putting a tattoo on you and saying, we're going to still do the same shit. Right, and it don't even have her name on it or no. anything related yeah. to them. It's just and in then it general. wasn't even on the top of their finger. It's like on the inside, like. And I know he had something to do. I'm sure he did because he didn't even want to do it, and he has several other tattoos. Yeah, I was trying to figure out why he was acting like a baby about it. Because he don't want to do it. He is not interested. Mm. That's all. I'm and saying. it's all documented. Exactly. So she gets to relive this if it don't work I know, out. I know. That's the sad part about I it. I just want her to think better of herself and know that she deserves more than what she's getting. Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, really, Monique didn't... I think Karen went to see Monique. Yeah, she did. And yeah. she was just saying how she was good nine months pregnant mm-hmm. and ready to had a baby. But mm-hmm. she still came out to support mm-hmm. Karen and her... Um, product her um perfume line or whatever Mm -hmm. so she was just ready to pop that baby out Mm -hmm. and get it over with Mm -hmm. um who are we missing 
Giselle, she was just in everybody else's business. She she don't even have a storyline. No. So they all went to Karen's reveal. And it looked like it was nice. I like Karen's dress and I love the white jumper. Romper. Or pants. Catsuit. That was cute. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't understand why Giselle and Robin kept trying to lift up the thing where the bottle was. Like, Like, that's her prop. Like, stop. She said y'all gonna get to smell it. Go sit your ass down and go get a drink. I just couldn't understand that. I didn't either. I didn't either. Like, you are not entitled to be touching my display. Like, Giselle feels like she's entitled to every, everything. And she is so not, she's just a bitter old lady and just looking for somebody, looking for fault in everything. Mm -hmm. It don't even matter, like, if it's water or whatever in the bottle. Like, why would you put the product in the bottle anyway? Like, what if somebody takes it? Exactly. So, I mean, because stuff like that comes up missing sometimes, you know? I mean, and they did that even in Housewives. I think it was Kenya's um, launch party of her hairline. It wasn't real product in Mm -hmm. there. So, like, get over it. Mm -hmm. Girl, she just gets on my nerves. I know. So, then Ashley comes and talks to um, Giselle and um, Robin. And she has a glass of water. And she purposely... And I know a lot of people may have missed this, but she kind of purposely came over and was like, oh, I'm so parched. And I was like, you just said you wasn't ready to tell people, but you kind of want people to question whether or not you're pregnant. Yeah. And I was like, no. And it's a little excuse. Yeah, Yeah. she's young. So she's just kind of immature. Yeah. No, not kind of. She's immature. She's very, yeah. So her and Candace. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, oh, we forgot about yeah, Candace. Yeah, I know. And I was reminding myself <laughs> that we got to talk about her. So Candace tell, told her mom that they've decided that they're going to pay the whole mortgage. <laughs> and she said it's like an extra 500 a month. But I thought the mortgage was 8000 a month. Girl, who? And her and Chris were paying four and the mom was paying the other four. So what is she talking about? It's an extra five. 500 a month. I have no idea. She was on that spreadsheet, though. She was she trying was. to figure it out. She was. And so when she told Dorothy, Dorothy did not seem excited, no, even though she like, faked like she was. She was like, oh, okay. Like, it wasn't nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Dorothy's got some issues. She does. She likes, She has some control issues mm-hmm. where she's trying to dangle that over her. Mm-hmm. And that's how she can get her to manipulate her. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And that's why she's upset because she that's something she can't dangle. And then, you know, even... You should want your money back in your pocket. Thank you. Thank you. Invest that. Do something yes. else with it. Go buy you some wigs or something. Yeah, so, you know, she had to make it a point to say, well, you know, I taught you everything that you know, and she says something. That's what she's supposed to do. Exactly. You're my mom, so you're not supposed to teach me anything? Yes. And so, Candace, um, you know, kind of, I'm glad... well, I can tell, you know, maybe the therapy is helping her because she didn't get upset mm-hmm. and she, she kind of shut it down. And she even, you know, stood up for herself and was like, you know, this isn't a competition. Like, why would I why would why would I need to be in competition, you know, with a 50 year old woman? Like, I'm not in competition with you. Right. We're in two totally different <laughs> exactly. lanes. Exactly. I'm in the middle lane. You in a slow lane, old lady. Mm hmm. Yes. So um, then when the show ended, it said that they weren't on speaking terms and that Chris is the the mediator person. So, (sighs) but you know what? That sister don't deal with her mama either. She don't. You can tell. Yeah. She was like, "Mm." that day she was like, okay, well, I see how this is going. Uh So it ain't, it ain't just, it ain't just Candace. Mm -mm. But the sister just know how to deal with her better. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Her cutoff game strong. It is. It is. So, um, back at the Karen's event, Ash, not, not Ashley, Katie comes through. Girl, looking Katie like first looking, season Katie. Like I didn't. I couldn't even wreck. I was like, who's this chick? I no. was like, which one of their friends is that? So refreshed. She makeup did. Was done. She had some good weed. Yes. yes, she was back to herself, mm-hmm. and she didn't even look pudgy. Like here lately, I don't know if it was just the way she had her hair, her wigs brushed back, or the wig itself just made her face look real round. Mm-hmm. But she looked really good. She, did. she looked like herself. She did. And she wasn't trying to address why she left. No, she, she just was like, like hey, girl. girl. Yeah. I came, I saw, and I'm leaving. I know. I don't I have to know. Right. Girl, me like, and Katie. Why do you have to say that? <laughs> girl, I be, I be feeling Katie. I don't wear deodorant every day. But you don't share it with everybody. Well, I just shared it with the people who are listening okay. and you. Okay. 
especially in the wintertime, you can get away with it. So all you got to do is do that lemon thing. You can get away with it for a few days. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't need it unless you work out. Then you need it. Yeah. You need yeah. it. Yes. So, um, so the perfume comes out and everybody smells it and it's kind of like a mixed review. Some people saying it smells fresh. Some people saying it smells like old Old lady lady. perfume, but then I'm like, Karen is an older lady. So it's okay if it smells like old lady perfume. No, Karen is not okay with it smelling like old lady because she says it's a classic scent for everyone. No, Heffa, you old and you, your senses are toward old people. Unless you got somebody younger helping you say, Hey, let's pull some of this musk out of here, mama. Mm -hmm. Because this smells like old lady. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I, you know, you'll know. So what she say about when you arrive, you'll smell like something. I was like, yep, that's kind of old lady-ish. Because I just ladies be buying perfume. Girl, that's all that matters yep. is them coins. Exactly. So then she says it'll be coming to a retailer near you. And Giselle just has to be like, oh, what retailer? What retailer? Sax, you know, you know her. It's yes. got to be somewhere great. Yes. It could be a Walmart. As long as she's getting money, that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, so How many we, bottles have you sold? Exactly. How is ever he doing in the Target? Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen it. I, I'll be looking, but I've seen I've seen people do reviews on it, and um, now I've seen actually somebody who does reviews, and she tried it, and she's she's tried it under the lights, and it kind of got greasy. Mm. So yeah, um, so that was pretty much um it. Karen Sline did a pop up at was it Bloomingdale's, and it sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it did pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, good for everybody. Monique had the baby. He's adorable. He is. He's so cute. Yeah. And um, Ashley had her baby. He came out looking like an old man. But since he's put on weight, he's cuter. Only you. I'm just saying he did you know like what? an old man. But here's the thing that I've realized. And I would be interested in know, like seeing pictures of other people's children who have older parents. It seems like when you are an older parent, your baby looks older. Mm-hmm. Just like I love, love, love Shady Baby. Like I love her. But she, when she first came out, she looked like an old lady. Mm-hmm. But she looked exactly like her dad. Mm-hmm. They're older parents. Kenya Moore, when she first had her baby, the baby looked older to me. Mm-hmm. And then you see these pictures of little old like babies. And I wonder how old their parents are. But that baby... I think he's cute. I don't want to talk about anybody's baby because they don't. But he kind of remind me of that thing from Lord of the Rings a little bit. <laughs> no, like don't laugh too hard. But that's like it's. It was like a little a little baby one of those. And so he and I'm I'm glad he's growing into himself. But yes, he did look older. But I'm just saying, like shade, like when Shady Baby grows into herself, because I can start seeing. Like she literally just looked like her dad. Like Who is Shady Baby. Shady Baby is Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's daughter. Uh, she did look just. Like she looks just like him, yes. and so I think that's what made her look older. But as she's getting older, her features are changing, yeah. and so she's just kind of growing into herself. But like I can already tell, like she has a great eye space. Like when she gets yeah, when it all like, comes she, together, right? When she yeah. gets older. All of those features are going to come together. Her lips are going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see it all mm-hmm. come together. Like, and then her eyebrow, I guess all little kids' eyebrows be perfectly arched mm-hmm. when they come out. But it just seems like all of that's going to come together. Mm-hmm. And she's going to have some very, very beautiful features. She mm-hmm. just happened to come out looking like her daddy, yeah. which happens because that's her daddy. Yeah. So, yeah. She's going to end up looking like a good combination of the both yes, of them. Yes, she will. Because I can see it evolving. Mm-hmm. But she did look like a miniature Dwayne Wade. <laughs> and did. then them faces. Yes. Those are the faces that makes her <laughs> shady because she just be giving old lady reads. <sighs> she been here before. Yes. That's all that is. Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it for Housewives of Potomac. We are ready for the reunion. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. I don't understand why it's going to be three parts. We just need to they, they don't have get to the to meat of everything and, you know, call it a day. I hope I hope that Katie makes an appearance, but they keep saying that she's not. Mm. Okay, so let's get on to this Married to Madison. It started off with a bang. <sighs> Old people problems. I feel like they just need to get over themselves. Let's see. Who you want to start with? 
Um, okay, so let's start. I, I couldn't quite get what happened. I may have shut my eyes when Dr. Jackie and Heavenly were recording their podcast. And that's what got everybody up in arms about some of the stuff that Dr. Jackie has said. The so, only thing Dr. Jackie said, and I, I can only, sometimes I want to go back and listen to the podcast just mm-hmm. to see, hear the full thing. But what they showed and the reaction of Mariah, I just didn't understand why Mariah was upset. Because they it seemed like they were talking about or referring to the reunion and girl code. So Dr. Jackie just asked the question, do you think it was appropriate for Quad to bring up the, the cocaine thing to Mariah? And she was asking a question and whether mm-hmm. or not it was appropriate. Right. That's not a dig at you. That is a genuine question. See, y'all th- talking about the reunion. I thought maybe something else had happened. No. That I missed. Unless like, they didn't show it, but they showed her asking that and then they showed Mariah getting upset about it. And I'm like, what is that to be upset about? And I think what she is upset as always is that she feels like her brand is being affected by anybody bringing up this cocaine habit. And so she just wants to kind of just let it die and not talk about it. And then Dr. Jackie kind of brought it back up and it was like, kind of like, you know, where's your loyalty when you know that this could potentially. Well, Dr. Jackie don't fool with her. To really, nobody really fools, really, really fools prior to now but you with know, Mariah. Well, she feels like she's the queen bee she and it's her that. show <laughs> and everybody fools with her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't understand that people really don't I'm like her. her. They're her yeah. frenemies. Yeah. She doesn't get that. And I, I didn't think it was anything wrong with what she said, but I was like, why, why is all this stuff so blown out of proportion? Exactly. And I was just thinking like, did I miss something? Like, did I fall asleep? What happened? Mm-hmm. So, girl, I, I realized that it was just them being petty as exactly. usual. Exactly. So, while they're showing them doing a podcast, of course, everybody is listening in and watching. And then they bring up the girl code of, you know, your friend's supposed to, you know, know what's going on in your life. And then they show quiet, like, everybody don't need to know my business, which is facts. Right. So, and that's, I guess that's still why her and Simone are not cool anymore. I don't know. Like, obviously, after they recorded, like, nobody reached out to anybody. It is a two-way street. But I don't understand the anger, the anger from it, you know? What you think? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm, clearly, I'm going through a similar situation. So, I just think that some things you just kind of keep to yourself until you feel comfortable with talking to people about what you what you have going on mm-hmm. like just because you you have something going on that may not be the person that you can share everything with mm-hmm. because we know that Simone has no filter and sometimes the things that comes out of her mouth are hurtful mm-hmm. even though she thinks it's just her being her and this is just me but like if it's, it's kind of like Katie when she didn't feel like she was strong enough to be with that group of people. Mm-hmm. And you see, she went back and mm-hmm. she got herself together. Mm-hmm. Like she admitted to that. Maybe Quad just was feeling the same way. Like, I don't feel like I'm strong enough to deal with you in this, in this situation right now. And she has every right. I don't yeah. know why our girlfriends, and I don't know if guys are like this too, but they just feel so entitled to know everything mm-hmm. about us. It's like, oh, well, what color... They'll just be like all up in your business. Well, what color are your panties today? How was your bowel movements? Like women just ask like a lot of weird ass questions. Like, bitch, mind your business. Yes. Like, can I, let me go through this. I'll call you and I'll let you know if I'm about to jump yes. or if I got, I'm about to harm myself. But for right now, just let me go yeah, through the motions. Feel. Yeah. And you don't. I don't got to call you and give you a play-by-play every day. Yeah, like, just check on me. You know, we can hang out. We can talk about everything else but that. Because sometimes sure. you need that. Right. You know, Come so. over and braid my hair, Doreen, like college days. I need you to put some plaits in it. Oh, gosh. I'm going to take it down just so you can put it in a ponytail. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to get us some Paul Masson. We weren't drinking. Yes, we, we, we were drinking old. Girl, I remember. I just Paul know I was Masson. sick the next day. Palma sign and some tequila. Would, yeah, it would make you comb my hair. That's oh how we gosh. bonded. That's how we became friends. We were drunk buddies. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so then, that was too much. Yes. Yeah, so then they talk about Simone and Heavenly not being cool because of Cecil, because Heavenly, you know, says 
pretty much Heavenly and Cecil had a little Twitter, Twitter war. war. Like, y'all, y'all old. old. That's, and that's all I'm going to say about Cecil that. Cecil was talking about he going to be on Twitter or something, Instagram or something twerking. Like, dude, sit your old ass down. Y'all too old. I don't even really fool it. Like, I get on Twitter when the shows are on, but I you don't see me typing nothing. I retweet some stuff, but I ain't typing I nothing. don't even do that. Like, ugh. I'm just like, get your life together. Yes. And I just feel like, okay, so let me go back just a little bit. I feel like Kwai could have talked, you know, spoke to everybody and been cordial in that sense. But since she purposely was shady, I felt like that kind of ruined the environment of any type of connection. Mm -hmm. So she wanted somebody to know she was upset. Mm Mm-hmm. She wasn't ready to move past it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a two-way street. It is. And so some um, Cecil just needs to get his life together. He too old. She too old. But, you know, both of them just petty. So they're going to roll with it. They are. They are. Um, so then the next person, Contessa, um, is back in, is back in school. She's mm-hmm. she's um, in Nashville. Bandy. Yeah, I think um, Dr. Heavenly think... says she's at Meharry. That's what I was trying to figure out if she was at Meharry or Bandy. Well, when they first said it, because she was like, I wanted to be in the best um, health administration program. Belmont is known for that mm-hmm. for that. So I was like, oh, she at Belmont. And then I was watching Dr. He- um, Heavenly's recap of the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she said she was at my hair. <laughs> okay. But I was thinking that's got to be really, because she's like a very hands-on parent. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that's got to be very hard on her mm-hmm. to be away from her family to go to school. Mm-hmm. So how long is the program? Because oh. it seems like she's here during the week and then she goes home on the weekend. Yeah, I think they said <clears> she's um, here maybe two or three days out of the week and then she goes home. Okay. Um, normally those health programs, she's probably going to be like, a year and a half, two years. And then I guess they don't want to take the kids out of school. Yeah. I mean, I know she's in a rental car, but it looks nice. I was yeah. trying to figure out where it is. <laughs> I figured it's in East Nashville. That's what I thought, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then again, I'm sure it is hard on her. But I just feel like, yes, you have children, but that still shouldn't hinder your dreams yeah so as for long sure. as you have a supportive partner and y'all make it work then hey i don't see nothing wrong with it no i just know it's because men do that shit all day they do every day and, so, and they don't ever feel guilty no, about it so she shouldn't either i think it's just hard being away from your family knowing how hands-on she is mm-hmm. like she's probably worried about that one little girl who's always like the one that be choking on stuff but you know because she... i be thinking them two gonna kill each other them two yeah. kids but, you know, last season she said, you know, I thought I wanted to be at a stay-at-home mom, but right. I'm working part-time because I couldn't be at home all day with yeah. them. So, I think I think realistically this is a, a good <laughs> move for her. Yeah, because she's so hands-on. Yeah, like, I mean, she kind of gets the best of both worlds. She gets to, you know, kind of be away and get her mind right. And, and then, then her husband's going to really appreciate everything she does exactly. because... Them two, boy, them two kids ain't no joke. Yeah, that young one. Oh, goodness. Mm. Okay, so um, then they show um, Toya and Eugene going to visit the house. They got to be out of their rental property in 60 days. I don't see that That house don't look like it's going to be done in 60 days. Like, I was like, you said who? who? What? Y'all need to. Yeah. Like, it was missing, like, drywall. Yes. Like, how y'all going to get that done and the finishes? Yes. The floor ain't laid. Yeah, the floor, no. Yeah. Hot, hot girl. No, and I'm just days. trying to figure out, help me, am, am I being too simple-minded here? So they have two children, them two. It's, it's a total of 9, four sp- people in the house. Right. I was counting them. I was like, yes. four people, 9,000 square feet? That's, yeah. Why? When you just went through all of that to like get out of debt, go on a budget, how is this helpful for you? What are you trying to prove? I mean, could you not have done that with a 5,000 square foot home and had your closet? She could have. I mean, what's so important? Could you not have done that with, like, scale down the house to half and then kind of still have the features that you wanted yeah. in the home? To me, I guess I would feel like as the kids get older, they're so far away. And I feel like you can't really watch them and make sure that they're still there at mm-hmm. night. And so... They could get away with a lot. Mm-hmm. It would be some chicks being snuck mm-hmm. in, some parties happening over there. Because you know they're going to have a... They, it's like each kid got their own wing. Yeah. I need to be watching my kids. Maybe I'm a controlling parent. I just... 
I don't know. I mean, I understand like everyone wants to have their dream house and that's their more so her dream house. Um, and, you know, Eugene did get a big promotion. So financially, I don't see it being a, I hope it's not a problem for them. I just, me personally, I, I wouldn't have wanted a home that big for four people. Mm-hmm. Unless down the line they're like, well, our parents will come and live with us. Yeah, you or know. something that makes sense. Or scale down your main house and then build like an in-law suite. Yeah. And then just rent that out and have that be some type of equity coming. I mean, some type of something mm-hmm. coming into the home. Instead of just, I, I don't know, like anything can happen. Like what if he loses his job? Mm-hmm. What if he, they don't have you know, savings to sustain themselves. Like how is Toya and the kids going to make it and him? I mean, hopefully, I, I guess I just feel like that because they've shared that they've had money problems mm-hmm. before. And she doesn't seem like she's scaling her spending back either. Now, it looks like she scaled it back when they had to, but now she's, she's just like, this is my dream house and I'm putting what everything I have into it. I'm going to put, put a $30,000 fireplace in it. And right. Like, and I was like, I want to fall on the floor. <laughs> Like, how are you going to get your return on that? Yeah. But I was like, it ain't my business, ain't my coins. Just be happy for I'm happy that, you know, it's nice to see, you know, black people with their 9,000 square feet, $2 million home. Go, y'all. Me personally, even if I did have that amount of money, I just... You got to make wise investments. Right. You got to make wise investments. And it's not always about being in the now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to think about the future. Like set that money aside and have your kids whenever they turn 18. Here you go. Here's, you know, here's X, Y, Z amount of money. Start a business. Mm -hmm. Gone and do you. Like, I don't know. I was just like, or I would have like got spent. If I was going to spend two million, maybe I would have spent a million on my regular home and maybe did a million for a vacation home. Yeah. That way it could be making me money and then I can use it whenever I wanted to. Right, like you, I, it's ways you can do stuff. Right. And we're not that. even millionaires and we're thinking about that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So and they got it. And even they, maybe they already have that. And we're just not knowing. Nah, you know, Toya would have been on sale that. Yeah, she does. You know, she has a business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, Dr. Jackie and her husband have moved into um, a new house. Last season, they ended off with some land mm-hmm. that they were going to build, but they decided to buy, and she's just going to tailor it to, to her what she wants. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a really nice house. Again, Still it's just that. them two. Right. Their house was how many thousand square feet? Not that much. Not. No, I think it was like 4,000. I mean, but still, it's not 9,000. That's true. That's what I meant by not that much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. And then you can just make it her own. Mm-hmm. They can make well, <laughs> they can make it their own. Mm-hmm. But you know, Jackie gonna have a he's gonna have his little wing and mm-hmm. that's it. His little bar where he can smoke his cigars mm-hmm. and have filtrated air or whatever, because you know how she is. Mm-hmm. But girl, why she hire him though? Why she No, hire that's him? Simone. That's Simone. Simone hired Oh yeah, hire Cecil, yes. Yeah, he had to get a job, but we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. So it wasn't nothing much going on with Dr. Jackie and Mm-mm. Curtis. Um he had stomach flu, had the nurse come by. That was them. Um, so Simone, I'd be like, that nurse ain't being in the house with my husband by himself. I mean, shit, if he don't do what he gonna do, then she shouldn't have took his ass back. That's true. That's trust. She, at this point, if she decided to take him back, she got to trust him. Mm-hmm. So. He was trying uh, to act real helpless, like he needed some help. When he was dehydrated. Drink some water. Hydrotherapy makes house calls? Yeah. You don't drink your ass some water and get you some pita light. Oh goodness. Um, so Simone um and Cecil, they go out to dinner with the boys. She don't like them. <laughs> the oldest boy obviously flunked out of Howard because <laughs> he was partying too much. <laughs> he was just went buck wild. He did. I would be so pissed. Cause I'd be like, I done invested this money in private school and your ass couldn't stay. For, for you couldn't, you couldn't get a C? Okay. You, you, you couldn't meet me there? Like A's and B's, you know, that's great. But that's you couldn't maintain a C average. Exactly. Like that's just average. Yeah. You know, you ain't got to do much. No, you got to show up. No, but you need to be doing above average if they done paid all this money for this private school before college. And his ass still can't drive. Exactly. You didn't work on that either while you was gone? The younger one was driving. Oh. They both... 
they both look they look similar. totally different one of them's chunkier than the other i get that but they like one and the same to me when i see them okay so they going out to dinner cecil is selling real estate he sold a home i'm proud of him because he sold a big home he did he did um and he's also helping her out at the office right and the women are just like why is this dude picking up his phone because that ain't who i'm calling <laughs> You probably got a lot of people just hanging up. We don't know. Girl, I hope you ain't in there trying to do no exams. Girl, shut up. (laughs) Okay, so we get to Heavenly and Dr. Damon. Dr. Damon, I'm so proud of him. Like, they opened up a surgical center. Right. And, like, you know, for black, mind you, it's not that many black doctors. So, for him to have his own surgical center, like, that is really He's doing his thing, right. He's the only unproblematic person on this show. Right. He he probably has the most problems that we don't know about. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. With, with Dr. Heavenly, I can see that. Or just internal stuff. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> I bet he getting her ass when they ain't on camera. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> you don't sit your motherfucking ass. I told you not to invite these motherfuckers okay, to my daddy. party. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I'm sorry. I never do that again. You know, I just want to make you happy, daddy. <laughs> Girl. Okay, so they host a party for the opening to celebrate. Um, it's supposed to be a Hollywood theme. Um, as far as fashion, Quad, hands down, was the best dress. Yes. She looked really pretty. Yes, she did. Um, let's see. She's, she always dresses good, She though. really does. She really does. Um, so she comes in. She don't say shit to Simone. Simone don't say shit to her. Even but, though I feel like Simone would have spoken back had she said something. But it looks like she was waiting for her. Maybe they hi. both was waiting for someone to say hi. Maybe, to maybe. Um, so that was them, and then it was just very divided. Like it was Simone, Mariah, and Toya sitting out in a tent, and then Quad and Heavenly were on the inside, and then yeah, it was very divided. Yeah, they was having conversations. Yes, and um, Contessa came. I liked her dress. Mm-hmm. That was really good. cute. Yeah. Um, and she came and so I guess that Heavenly felt like everybody needed to get together and then all the shit started. And I feel like, you know, that's her husband's event, right? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you just have people handle that either before you invite all these people together or just kind of like be cordial in the space and maybe y'all get together the next day to hash it out. Like, why yes. would you do that at his event? Like, exactly. it makes him look bad. It does. And, you know, he's like really meek and really mm-hmm. quiet and reserved. And why would you want to make ugh, that? That irritated me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm always on his side because I think he can do no wrong, even though I think he's probably like handling his business at home when he get home with her, like doing whatever, doing the most because mm-hmm. he's so quiet. Mm-hmm. I always think quiet people to be the worst. Like mm-hmm. you. Yeah, y'all quiet people. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, why would you do that? I guess that's what they do. Like, every time there's an event, like, that's what they do. Like, even coming up, like, Mariah and Toya, like, Mariah has something to say just coming up to the building. Oh, look at the red carpet. It's not even red, and the building is dusty. And I'm like, your husband barely got a job. Let's keep it real. Okay. He is your husband opening up a surgical center? No, but he can come work at home. Exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I just I just felt like that was just unnecessary. If you were gonna come to be funky, then you should have stayed at stayed home. Stayed at home. I don't even know like these frenemies. Why do you just show mm-hmm. up to other people's stuff and and bring your energy mm-hmm. with you? I would be saging them. I would just burn their butts with sage. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. be like. Mm-hmm. Demon. Yes, yes. Like they all need some holy oil on their head and some before they even walk in the building. They like do. I think that should be part of them even getting in the car. They like do. I feel like production should do that. Just production have a, not gonna do that then it's not gonna be a good show. That's true. But yeah. I feel like the Pope should just show up and be like They don't care. They will not care. Girl, <laughs> they just need some healing. Yeah, so the ladies get in there, Mariah brings her sister. And I'm like, why would you bring your sister to an event that you she you needed, shady? Because she needed backup. For what? Like, why they saying shit to you? She don't care about you. She sat up. She sat at that couch right next to her, very unbothered, looking good. Yes. May I add yes. to that? That's so. That's the best revenge is mm-hmm. when you show up and you look good and you're ignoring people. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Um, she just needed somebody to be on her side because she felt like it was going to be some crap anyway. And she started. <laughs> but she's, you know, she just, she wants to let everybody know she's Queen B. Mm-hmm. And she can have every, any and everybody show up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just get on my nerves. Just yes. old people and they problems. That's but they're the same is. age as me. So around that anyway, I, thought, I just I like, thought they was like in their mid-40s. Well, still the same. We could have all went to high school together at some point. Okay. Um, Let's see. So then they started arguing about the husbands being involved in the ladies' business. Which that y'all own a show. Yes. And um, it all boiled down to Contessa saying that Eugene is the biggest bitch (laughs) out of all the husbands. You know what? I I wouldn't say nothing. She just kind of looked like, damn, she really said that. <laughs> and see, it's a tie for me. Because I also think that Mariah's husband, what's his name? He, to he, me, is the biggest bitch. Yeah, it yeah. would be. I mean, Eugene has bitch ways, but he's he's scaled down a little bit more mm-hmm. than, what's his name? Aiden. Mm-hmm. Aiden, he be coming with the pettiness. He and he really starts does. a lot of shit. He does. Eugene stays in his lane. He'll make comments when it gets to that point where he feel like he can't keep his mouth shut no more. But that Aiden is, he's on some real he bitch really shit. He really is. He really is. So he should And Mariah to... sucks him into that. Yeah, because she's a bitch. Yes. They're just a bitchy couple. Yeah. Yeah. That's Ooh, why so... they work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait till they have to be bitches to each other. Ooh, Jesus. Oh, goodness. Yes. Yeah, so um, that was pretty much um, how it ended. They introduced, I guess, a new character to the show, Muffy. So we'll see how she does compared to the lady from last season who d- didn't say nothing. Mm-mm. She's like, just get me off the show. I just need my $500 to make it through. <laughs> Because they crazy. Yes. So we'll see. It looks like it's going to be a good season. Um, and I can't wait to for these next few months to dive into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I miss them, though. I did, too. I, I will say. Like, I complain about the shadiness, but I, I look forward to it every Sunday. <laughs> it's okay to, to be indulge. Yeah, in the shade. In the shade. It teaches me what not to do. I mean, would you do that anyway? No, but I'm just, I know. I mean, it just, it's like, don't act like such and such. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like my life goal not to act like heavenly. Oh, I like heavenly. What? I've always liked heavenly. Now, granted, she says some shady stuff, but she stands in her shady stuff. Like, she know what she about to do. So, I like heavenly. I wouldn't tell her my business, but I you can go and have a kiki. Yeah, I can definitely go and have a kiki with heavenly. See, she would be a good time. See, I I'm not trying to kiki with people like that. Okay. I feel like spirits tr- jump on you. I wouldn't want no part Girl, of that. No spirits gonna jump on you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm gonna instead of having a fairy moment, I'm just gonna go with a quote from Marriage Three Sixty Five. And it says, we aren't wired to face our problems alone. Quad mm. mm-hmm. is, though. Yes. yes. But she may, she's got like a circle with the sister circle. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be her. Mm-hmm. Her her uh, support system. I'm sure it is. Because yeah. I'm quite sure it is. Or other um, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Just not them. Because they're paying them to be friends. Of course. Yes. Okay, well, uh, we're going to wrap it up, and we will see you guys next week. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share. Um, And, of course, we're on all the social medias, which will be in the show notes. And, again, if you guys want to chime in on our fairy topic, um, you can find us on Instagram at it's underscore not a fairy tale. Um, or you can shoot us an email at it's not a fairy tale 615 at gmail. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.